Good evening. Welcome to the Laugh and Wonky Music Show. Tonight we have Jane on from Imperial Age. How are you doing tonight? Hello, people. I'm absolutely fine. We had just huge snowfall yesterday, and today the whole city is absolutely collapsed, and I'm happy that I'm sitting home <laughs> and speaking with you. <laughs> wow. So how, how much snow came down? The big? How big was it? Yeah, just uh, the biggest for the last 50 years, I think. What? Yeah. Like how so many inches? Like crazy? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I live in New England in, in, in the US. And so when we get snow, it's like a lot of snow is like eight to 12 inches. And that's a big storm. So we've been getting hit pretty big. But I can't I, I can't imagine what you guys get there. Gotta be crazy. Yeah. You know, we used to have a lot of snow, but not that, <laughs> not that much. Yeah. It's, everyone's been saying that. It's got to be the global warming. I don't know. All right, so we are here to talk about your your awesome band and get the word out. Who haven't heard of you guys? It's would you use the term symphonic metal? A good term for you guys? I know yeah. sometimes it, there's labels. Sometimes bands like labels. Sometimes they don't. I just want to fairly put it out there. We just don't care <laughs> about the I, labels. I agree. I agree. I think it's powerful. Powerful music is is just it's you know. And for anybody who's European metal has always been very strong. And, and and big big sounding you know i think that's that's great let's start mm-hmm. your, your band when you first start off was like 2011 2012 when 2012, did you first start yes. 2012 how to start mm-hmm. who's the you, you and you the co uh the founder the main founder yeah. the main ideologist is alexander and he had a band before imperial age it was called revelance it was total shit <laughs> if i can say that so you they can. were they were mostly drinking booze instead of rehearsing and playing music this standard amateur band uh, i think uh, in every country you yeah. have tons of such bands yes yes and they apparently um quit playing music because uh, they could not agree uh, about some money as it usually is and then I think in 2010, uh, me and Alexander, we decided to um, take a break for two years and to prepare everything um, like we called it back then professionally, <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. So we decided, okay, let's take a break. Let's uh, write and rewrite, re-record um, some songs, prepare everything higher um musicians not our friends but uh hired musicians yep. session musicians uh let's um shoot some music videos and so we were doing this for two years and in 2012 we finally came up with imperial age well i'm going to add just to sneak in for a second here. i think what's great is you guys are not just like i said we're like a normal rock band you guys are more um, of, of a pole like professional, like a production, more it's going to sound, there's a whole thing to it. It's, it's not just a couple songs. You do, it shows in the videos, the production is, there's a concept, everything. It, it fits together as a theme, um, which is which is fantastic. So when you guys came out of the gate, you guys came out pretty strong too, because taking that time was good, because you guys played with a lot of really good bands right off the bat. And um, Actually, the, um, creating the band's name like yeah. uh, Imperial Age, it took us, I think, almost a year. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, uh, because um, we decided that uh, the band's name 
it has to mean something it has mm -hmm. to uh, have some meaning inside it so it was really tough now now do you still like it yes okay sure. that's good no 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 because uh, you know, like Dave Grohl from the Foo Fighters, he just threw out a name and now he's like, he always says, oh, I wish I thought of a better name because now I'm stuck with the name because he just threw it out to be fun. So you take there that. There are a, a lot of bands it. who, why not changing it? There are a lot of bands who changed their yeah. name. I think it's a good name. I think it fits the band. I think now when you started, you, did you have the idea for the theme? I mean, you guys have a, a really type of a theme for your music too. Was that from the very beginning or has it, has it evolved? We always were into all this, um, how do I call it, um, alternative history things, you know, yep. about that's a, um, that's a good civilization. Way to put it <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so Atlantis, Hyperbrio, all this stuff, and we uh, we still do some energetic practices like yoga, qigong, and all this. Mm -hmm. uh, so we're really into all this. Um, occult, um, alternative history, um, kind of yep. magic things. And this is what we're singing about, actually. So uh, all our lyrics, uh, it is about this. It is about the ancient civilizations, about the history, alternative history of our planet and uh, of uh, humanity and about um, some spiritual development things. It's, it's really good. It's really different. The lyrics are very different. I encourage everybody to, to sit down and, and listen to them and read them while they're doing it. You know, and I also think just like reading the lyrics separately sometimes when you're not hearing a song, reading it like it's a story. Mm -hmm. You guys, you can do that with your, with your lyrics. You know, some bands, you can't do that. It's just they belong with the music, which is great. Different types of music for different types of things. But yours is more along the lines of you can actually read it separately and kind of like a story. Um, mm -hmm. So you have a lot of different vocals in your band. Everyone has their own little spot. How'd you come up with that? Um, at the beginning of Imperial Age, Alexander was uh, the only um, singer. Mm -hmm. And I was the keyboardist. Uh, and then I don't remember the year. I'm very bad with uh, learning numbers, <laughs> you know, so I do not remember it. Um, once when we were supporting Therion in St. Petersburg, I think, um, Christopher Johnson from Therion, he watched the, our performance from the beginning to the end, which is um, kind of strange for um, supporting acts. And then he said us that, you know, maybe uh, female vocals will um, do better for your sound than male vocals. Mm -hmm. And we decided to try to hire uh, a female singer and try to see how will it sound with the female voice and then <laughs> we finally came up with the idea that um, it is not enough to have one type of vocals for our music and then it is the more types we have the more different voices we have yeah. the more um, layering the, well, the, I think, I would the say more free yeah, then we can uh, write music freely without uh, thinking about uh, will he be able to sing this note or not. Mm -hmm. So it's just it is better for composing. I think it, it, it's also part of the reason why it sounds so powerful. It's it's huge. It's a huge sound vocally. I mean, 
now you had, you had been singing not so much before uh, you you finally you totally singing now just 100 percent right you're not doing keyboards at all you've moved forward correct mm-hmm. yep so prior to that so you sang a lot when you were younger were you were singing newer to you since you've been in the band were you uh, like were you singing like in school and like keyboard and piano classes and you know, as, a, as a youth and then kind of no i had nothing of this none what? of this no way yes actually i have almost no musical education at all i've started wow. to um, hidden treasure uh, <laughs> <laughs> i started to um, having private lessons uh, mm-hmm. for piano um, i don't remember maybe in 2010 or something like this and uh, then i added uh, vocal lessons for this and now i still uh, have vocal lessons but i have no musical background at all that is that is insane to hear that like i literally felt like you were like classically trained could you go back and yeah, i've been listening to you you know and i'm like what i'm actually gotta take a minute think about that for a minute my so first I mean, vocal teacher she music. was uh, yeah. my first teacher she was a classical um, opera uh, teacher because uh, this is the only type of vocals that um, we have in Russia I think that um, I mean that we have uh, teachers that uh, who can teach you only the, the classical opera singing mm-hmm. there are no uh, extreme vocals teacher official I mean of course we have right. a lot of people who can sing extreme vocals growling screaming and uh, everything you want but yes my first teacher she was a classical opera singer and that's why I started with this too but now I want to switch to more pop uh, singing like different I don't know how to call it chest voice maybe yeah. or something no that's good that's a, that's a... That's incredible. I, you know, it's funny. I think a lot of musicians, when they learn any kind of classical singing or playing, is a real good basis for anything you use for the rest of your life. A lot of musicians have said that they start out learning classical anything, and then, you know, the education is great. And I, it's it's fantastic. I can't believe that you just started so quick. Like you literally decided to start playing keyboard around the time you started a band, this band. Actually, yes. And um, when we had some uh, shows. I just um, <laughs> learned my um, part. Your part. My parts, yes, and it, it was the it were the only things that I could play. So it is still impossible for me to read uh, the notes and play simultaneously. I cannot do this. <laughs> no. You know what? Though? I'm gonna tell you right now. If if you put a hundred popular musicians in the same room, ninety of them can't read music. I talk to them all the time. Most musicians can't read music. So you are not alone. You're here right there. See, you're, you're right with your yeah, peers. Woo. Congratulations. <laughs> it's, uh, it, 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 I can't believe that. So like, that's literally like, just like saying, I want to do something. You just go out and do it. Cause the band just came out. Like, so like you guys toured, let's go back to, so you guys were, I don't you, you guys came out pretty good and you were, you came out pretty strong. Your videos, you've always had a concept and then professionally, you, you, you so, so, so you, you were found on your tour, not found, but you established more with, with Theron really kind of helped you guys out, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Great, they name, helped they, us great, really great name, great reputation. I mean, if you're going to have somebody help you out, well, I mean, yeah. that's the main you want, right? That is Actually, it was our dream becoming true, really. That time when we met Christopher himself and yeah. uh, realized that 
he really wants to help us. It was like, wow. I, I can imagine. He, he just, that guy just drips talent. He is just so talented. He is yeah. great. It's, it's so great when I, have, when, I see, when I hear like somebody, an artist like that, and they growl onto some other band and they propel them. You know, and that's a lot for you guys too. The talent that he sees in you guys, you know, Thank you know, you. which is, is really, it's, it's great. Um, so let's, let's go pick back up where you guys, so you were on tour, he starts watching you guys, he starts getting involved, he starts suggesting some ideas. The lineup changes around a little bit with singing and keyboard, you know, playing for you. <coughs> Excuse me. But at that point, when you guys were writing songs, who was doing, was it a shared duty for songwriting early on? Or was it like individually everybody in their parts in? How was that? For songwriting, uh, usually Alexander writes uh, the most parts, mm-hmm. uh, all instruments, uh, everything, all arrangements, all vocal parts. Sometimes, I, if I'm around <laughs> somewhere, I can listen to this and uh, point to some parts which I do not like. Yeah. <laughs> so basically, my role is to. Um, choose the parts which are shit for me and I said, yeah. don't do this you have to yeah. change this uh, <laughs> actually we are uh, open to any ideas from our musicians if they have ones they are absolutely free to suggest anything they want <laughs> but the final decision is still um, for me and Alexander to decide if uh, this we will take for a new song or not so basically, uh, most work is done by Alexander, all music, all lyrics. This is all him. Well, you know, it's, it's funny because in, in some bands, like you have everybody, everybody writes and everybody fights and everybody does this. And a lot of bands, though, you have like one or two people that the final decision comes down to. And, and, and hmm. a lot of times that works out best because not everybody can always agree. Or there's a vision to the band. And clearly you two are the vision to the band. Mm-hmm. Has your songwriting, as you've gotten better, I played more you know not that you were bad before but as you on the outside no one would probably even know the difference that you weren't training early on or not but as you've gotten comfortable in your own voice mm-hmm. and, and, and and the songwriting process without Alexander, like have you been like oh i got an idea because your, your ear is being developed now have you started kind of coming up with like lyric ideas and melodies and stuff yourself now since you've been doing this yeah exactly actually if we compare our old songs from 2012 mm-hmm. and our new songs that these old songs they are um it is harder to sing them because uh, the vocal parts they written in such a way uh, that it is hard to really to, to sing them because really? they were written on a keyboards uh. And that's the different, different melody, different um, changing of notes. But now, uh, both Alexandra and me, we yeah. try to write vocal parts by singing, okay. not by playing a keyboard, by, uh, but by our voices. Yeah, and, that's really good. Yeah, and I really happy. <laughs> I'm happy that <laughs> uh, we can do this because it makes uh, songs really uh, easier to sing for vocals. Yeah. I, I think um, that's probably wise. I, I don't know, like with you were saying on the keyboard, I know a lot of bands also have to do after a while, they're like, they can sing it in the studio, but then like live touring, it's different. Your voice changes, it's the temperature, the room, everything changes environmentally. And you can tune a guitar, you can, you can tune the heads on a drum. Your voice, you know, you're at the mercy of touring. 
<clears throat> I know a lot of bands, excuse me. So they, they, they'll tune down, they'll sing down a lower key register or something because uh -huh. of that. Or, and then a lot of them will also say, I wish I knew in advance, I'm going to be doing this for so long in my life because I would be writing the songs a little bit lower. Because as you get uh -huh. older, your voice changes that they regret having songs. Like when they're like, when I was a kid, I could sing on 20, I could just go right to the sun. They're like, now, not so much. I hate this, you know, and they have to go down. So you guys are singing and writing more in your register right now. So hopefully it'll be more forgiving as time goes on. <laughs> yeah, and actually, uh, I think now we just um, realized that um, there is no need to uh, showing off, like, nope. you know, see, I can sing this note, but mm -hmm. it is so fucking hard. And when you have to sing it 10 times in a row when you're on mm -hmm. tour, it is absolutely impossible. And now just we write in melodies which we like they don't have to be they don't have to be uh, super extra high or super extra difficult to think they just have to be beautiful because nobody will uh, evaluate your musical professionalism your vocal um, skill no. people will just listen to the music without thinking of how difficult it is to sing. 100% right. You're 100% right. I mean, you listen to, you know, that your range. I mean, people don't listen to the high notes. They listen to the song. Listen, like me, you look back, you played, you know, some of your bands you played with, you know, Epica and all them. Are you going, oh, I think the notes should have been higher here. I think you're like, no, that's a really good album. That's some really good songs. You already know that mm -hmm. they can sing. You know that those, those performers can sing ridiculously good. Mm -hmm. So just because you can do it, I mean, doesn't mean you have to do it all the time. It's kind of, you know what I mean? It's just, sometimes it's just too much. And I think yeah, because it, we don't have music, a competition it, it, here. Yeah, no. no, but sometimes I think of pop music. There's certain types of music that they sing too much. I think to me, it becomes a whole part of the song, and it takes away from the song, and it, mm -hmm. it kind of ruins some some um, some singers' song performances because you're like, I get it, but it's too much, you know. Mm -hmm. You know, like the same thing with guitar players. You got to be tasteful. You can kind of shred a little bit, but people want to hear a song. You know exactly. Yeah. Um. So so. The, you, you, the Warrior Race EP and then the Legacy to Atlantis. You feel there's a big change between the two, like musically? From being on tour yeah, and touring. And I mean, I think that was a, I think you kind of, you know, turn us on, yeah, yeah, turn us on off. That was a great starting place for you guys. Mm -hmm. Actually, that starting place is probably better than most bands' <laughs> ending places. It was a, like, and probably because you like planned it like it was a business. It's crazy to think about that. That is like, so crazy it's like i want to be a doctor and like becoming a doctor but so so you you, you start off that and then you got you do your stuff and you touring and stuff and then you have warrior race which is another strong album once again like steps you're building up mm -hmm. legacy of atlantis comes out total game changer in my opinion I, I don't know if you feel the same way if it's like yeah i agree it is absolutely different Probably that's because of um, changes in the lineup, because in 2016, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, um, the album was around 18, came out at 18. Warrior Race, I'm looking at the dates here, because I don't, I'm horrible with dates. <laughs> but the dates for <laughs> Warrior Race EP came out in 2016, the release date I'm seeing. And then Legacy came out in 2018. So I was trying to make sure I was in the right order. Um, so. Yeah, but back in 2000. 16 or 17 when we had um, a support when we supported um, Orphan Land uh, and the tour uh, almost not almost uh, all our lineup has changed 
only Alexander and me remained. Wow. And and since then we have uh, we work with the guys uh, for for today. Mm-hmm. So for almost five years uh, now we have a. Um, our current lineup with Anna, Max, Belf, and Paul. Yep. And um, the Legacy of Atlantis, this album, it was recorded with these new guys. Uh, and f- starting from the Legacy of Atlantis, we have three vocals. And probably this yeah. is one of the um, points we changed our sound, probably. It's great. And then and that leads me to, well, actually, before we get to that point, I'm talking about your, your live album, the, the newest thing. Um, so, so your musicians, it, now it's more of a family, it sounds like. Five years together, a stronger album, yeah. really reflects upon the band. Usually the album come, comes out when the band's together. Sometimes, very few bands can keep, can keep making better albums as the band falls apart. Now, there's some mm-hmm. bands that have done it, you know, some rock bands that have done it, you know. And there's a few bands that like they just fall apart internally, you know. But 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 on different types of music. Earlier on, we, we was it more musicians that were just kind of working for you guys, and now the bands evolved more into friends, or was it kind of like a, just a a mixture of finding the right thing, a little you know personalities. Of course, we have become friends. Of course, this is absolutely unavoidable when you uh, <laughs> when you toured so much uh, together so many times. Of course, uh, but still we uh, maintain uh, some business um, interactions, uh, and we still uh, Alexander and me we still do not want to um, share any ruling parts in the band you know so we still want to <laughs> keep everything in our hands mm-hmm. uh yes we absolutely uh love our musicians yes we're kind of family and we will support them in any aspect of their life but still uh we prefer to um have all the ruling <laughs> parts of imperial age in our hands you could but that's the thing you could have a small like a small business and be like a family yes. you still need to have some bosses in charge that run the company yes exactly and you know? uh, actually during all these years we um saw that uh at least for us this way uh works better when we have absolute totalitarianism you know in our band <laughs> yeah uh, it works better because uh, everything, everybody knows what he or she should do in what mm-hmm. time. And uh, one day, I don't remember when during a tour, um, the guys from the venue, they were amazed how quick were we able to remove all our stuff from, <laughs> from the stage. And they were, wow, you're like in the army. And we said, yes, <laughs> yes, we created an army. <laughs> That's good. It's very professional. But it's also, I mean, then you can have fun afterwards, you know. But, and, and it says a lot. The legacy of the band will be able to go on. If something happens and you have, over time, somebody has something with a family issue or a health issue or it's not going to stop you guys. You two are the main vision, 
and yeah. the band can continue on. No one's going to be like, oh, I'm going to take the band name and fight you in court or, you know, or, yeah, I'm sure you've been able to read the online, all, all the battles of band names that have gone on horribly, you know. Um, you're like, no, it's our name and, and we are the vision and we are a big part of the sound. And, we, and you know, and the sound hasn't gotten weaker, it's gotten stronger. I mean, um, I think it's fantastic. So you, so then you had the live album, Nitro 19, but then you have another out. The newest album, two twenty. It's actually like it's almost like a live Atlantis version, right? That one. It was um, what was it called? Um, now it is still not released. We're, uh, we're in the process of composing the new album, which should be released in two thousand twenty-one. I think. I hope. Oh, live on Earth. I'm talking about. I'm sorry. Oh, that's what I'm talking about. I was. I had to look. Pull up. Uh, I was listening okay. to like last night. That's fantastic. Let's talk about it. <laughs> Explain. <laughs> Um, actually, uh, we had a plans to release a new album by the new year, I think, by the new year yeah. 21, but <laughs> it did not happen as you can see. No. <laughs> right. And now all our hopes, um, are to the 2021 and probably somewhere during this year, we should do this because, uh, we have time actually yeah. uh for the last two weeks we had no time at all because we fired a girl who were doing all our shop uh and then uh during the 14 days we all including all our band members mm -hmm. we all were packing 300 packages <laughs> in order to send them to the poor customers who were waiting for a long, long time. See? That, that is grassroots right there. That's what you do. You are in charge of your army. You get right down with your soldiers. <laughs> you roll up your sleeves. Yeah, exactly. It's 100%. That's when you're in charge of a, of a business. That's what happens, right? Somebody doesn't yeah. show up for the store, you're running the cash register. <laughs> That's it. Um, so this album, the Live on Earth one, how'd that come about? Uh, this is, uh, yeah, actually, I've never thought about it as about our second live album yet. <laughs> it is. That's what confused me. I, and I had to stop because I looked at that. But then I also have, like, the dates of some of your other stuff in front of me. And I'm like, am I getting the titles mixed up? Because it's, like, a live album and a live album. Yeah. I like this uh, one a little bit more. I, I, maybe it's a song, songs on it. I don't know. It's good. It was... Uh, like I don't know, it was very exciting endeavor to mm -hmm. um, make this online show in April um, 2020 because uh, back then uh, it was a total lockdown in Moscow. It was impossible to go outside your house without having a special QR code. Oh really? Yeah, it was the the I think. There were uh, the most restrictions. Uh, now we have almost none restrictions in Moscow. Just really? you have to put face mask when you're going in some yeah. public places. Would you say there, there's a there's a code you had to have to get out of the house? Like, would you say Sorry? a code? You said to, to leave uh, the house originally. There's a code. Yeah, you had to have a QR code uh, if you that. wanted to to drive somewhere from around the city. And we managed to get all 
to get these QR codes for all the people who are involved in in this mm-hmm. um, live translation, a live show. Yeah, it was really hard, and we were rehearsing before the show. We were rehearsing few weeks in let's call it secret place <laughs> because <laughs> <laughs> all uh, places where uh, the bands were rehearsed before they were closed, and uh, we had to drive. Uh, outside the city to a secret place (laughs) 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 so actually yeah it was just crazy time wow crazy time but uh it paid off it paid off yes and unexpectedly there were no fuck-ups no fuck-ups not even one I've never seen this before. <laughs> any time before any show, something goes wrong. Something yep. does not work. I don't know. Someone's late. But that time, no fuck up. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> crazy. Absolutely crazy. You, you guys um, really just knocked out of the park, too, like with like views for the stream, the live streaming, the, for the show. It was great. The, num- the number yeah, of people and- that watched it, it was huge. Yes, the number of people watched and the amount of uh, money donated, mm-hmm. it was just yeah. totally crazy. When we finished the show and Alexander opened his PayPal on his phone, we're like, what yeah. the fuck? <laughs> it was, you guys should be proud of yourselves for that. That was that's a nice little uh, badge there. That's awesome. Yeah, but more than for ourselves, we're proud for our fans. Because I think <laughs> I well, don't no, know. It says a lot. I mean, it, it, yeah. you know what I'm saying is like in this economy, it's it's across the world. I mean, we can always go like everyone's governments are always going to go back and forth, back and forth. But the truth is, people like me and you and our fans in every country are all the same. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We don't. It doesn't care about governments. Without the governments, we'd all be hanging out without an issue. Oh yeah, exactly. Everyone. So so that being said, it says a lot when as a community, as a music community that all around the world, people are affected by the virus financially. Yeah. So when they can, so when they can give to you something, it's even that much more precious. And it's, it's exactly. That, yeah. it's, That's that exactly what more. I wanted to say. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. Your English is like I said, fantastic tonight. So don't even, <laughs> you're, <laughs> you're, you are speaking so, so clearly and so succinct. It's, it's, it's great. It's not like a lack of words, but I just want to say it's, it shows a lot though. When I, when I, when I heard that and I read that, I was like, that is a huge thing. You know, for you. So that's so congratulations on that. Um, yeah, thank you. Really, just to end this, where so when you talk about you had an album, is your album done? Are you just, are you just holding it for release when the when the virus is over, or what? Or are you just kind of finishing it up? We're still composing things. We are recorded two songs, um, like trial version. Yeah, <laughs> just to try to to see how they will sound. But still, um, it was quite difficult to find uh, some free time to sit for a few days and dedicate these days to composing only because everything, um, everybody tries to grab your attention for like one hour, five minutes, but still uh, you got distracted. I can hear that. I think what's really great is, um, I want to wrap this on this one, people... We'll put up all your links and everything underneath the website when you see the show. But also, people go to your website. They sign up to your it's like a newsletter, online yep. newsletter. 
get seven free songs. Pretty yes. cool. Pretty cool. Actually, so, I think that uh, the uh, these newsletters, uh, this is the thing that any independent artist should establish because mm -hmm. um, I don't know, labels could die. <laughs> Uh, all I don't know. Social medias could uh, appear yeah. and and die, but if you have people on your mailing list, then you have people on your mailing list, mm -hmm. and they will not not disappear just in one day. So this is basically the, I think one of the main things that um, allows us to uh, to live. From our music to have uh, to earn some money from our music i think it's great do you guys control all your music too do you guys have all the rights to it and or, or is it yes of course sure yes. now now listen generationally i'm a little i'm a little older than you all i have if you look back on the on american tv music shows they're always about the artists got got really screwed over by record labels and stuff so it's nice to see that most bands own all their stuff can put out their stuff have control over their stuff so if yeah, something happens, exactly. the, label, the label goes down. They're like, I have my songs. I wrote them. I have the masters. I have 100% control over this, the, the artwork. Because, the, you know, if you've, I'm sure you've seen a lot of bands, you know, a while back, we're like going through like a bunch of different labels and like each album was a different label. And like, who, you don't know who controls it. And you can't release, you can't control yeah. your music. So once again, having control of all your own music is a beautiful thing. Yeah, I think that's why Taylor Swift re-recorded her first album. Yeah, that's no, that's you guys have been a a great model for a lot of bands to follow. So that is fantastic. Well, I want I want to thank you for being on the show today. It's been it's been great catching up with you. Yeah, thank you so much. It was really a pleasure to chat with you. Well, thank you. I'm sure it was kind of like you're like who am I talking to today? I'm sure it's always different when you talk to somebody you don't know. Um, <laughs> I understand. So, Actually, the, not. <laughs> Well, I wouldn't check out your music, check out the website, check out everything's going to be in the link. They're a great band if you haven't already heard of them. Um, hopefully, when the virus ends, 221, maybe a big tour. Oh, maybe yes. Maybe we'll see you sometime in the next couple of years over to the States on a big tour. Be nice yeah, to have that you would be great. Tour. Yeah, it would be awesome. I'd be, I'll be there. All right, Jane, I want to thank you for being on the show. You have a, have a good day. Thank you so much. Thank you. Yeah. Have a good day. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Okay, bye.